Sukkah, Perik Base, Mishnah Vav, 2.6. So we've established in the previous Mishnayas that if one is going to eat bequius, a fixed meal as opposed to a snack, he must do it inside the sukkah. That will leave the possibility open that a person could simply snack all week long of sukkahs and never eat inside his sukkah. The question is, is that true? And the Mishnah says, no, in fact, it's not true. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Arba Rabbi Eliezer holds a person must eat 14 meals inside his sukkah. His rationale for this is based on the overarching principle again of Teshvu Ke'en Taduru, that drasha, that one must live in a sukkah as he lives in his own home. And under normal circumstances, people eat uh, two meals a day in the time of the Mishnah, one in the morning, one in the evening. And seven days of sukkahs gives you two times seven of 14 meals. And therefore, Rabbi Lezer holds that one must eat 14 separate meals inside the sukkah, one each day. There's a side point, a question, why not 15 meals? Because in truth, on Shabbos, there's the mitzvah of Shalashodos, having a third meal on Shabbos, which are then ratcheted up to 15. A uh, number of answers are given. Uh, the simplest answer probably is that really a person could navigate it to only have 14 meals during the week, including eating Shalashodos, the third meal on Shabbos, because a person could eat his what would have been his Saturday night meal on Saturday afternoon. And that being the case, he could you know push earlier what would have been his night meal into a third meal on Shabbos. Okay. We had this discussion similarly, by the way, back in Mesechah's Peah when we talked about providing 14 meals to someone who was poor in town um, during the course of the week, and the same idea applied over there. There are other answers as well. The Chacham Omrim, that it's not the case, rather, Ein Ledavar Kitzvah, there's no specific amount of meals, no set number of meals one must eat inside the sukkah on sukkahs, chutz malele yom tov rishon shel chag bilvad, with the exception of the first night of sukkahs, during which one must eat inside a sukkah a meal. Um, the basis for that is a gazer shava that the Chacham learn. Uh, that gazer shava comes from the requirement to eat a kazayas of matzah at Leil HaSeder on the 15th of Nisan. The Pasuk says, On the 15th day of that month of Nisan, there's a Chag HaMatzos, and there's an obligation. And then a separate Pasuk says, The 15th day of the 7th month, referring to the holiday of Sukkot. And there's a Gezer Shah of the word Chamish Asar connecting the two, and just as one is an obligation to eat at the 15th of Nisan at his, what we'll call it a Pesach Seder, he has an obligation to eat at his 15th of Nisan at his Sukkah on the first night. Now, there is a question, by the way, in the postcom how much one is obliged to eat. So many Roshonim simply learn that the Gezer Shava is equates what goes on at the 15th of Nisan, where one is obligated to eat a kazayas of matzah, to the 15th of Tishrei, sukkahs, where one is obligated to eat a kazayas of bread inside a sukkah. Others will find that a little strange in as much as we learned in the previous Mishnah that the quantity that obligates one to eat inside the sukkah is a larger amount. Let's say that's a kabetza, like most learn. So a kabetza is two kazaisim, it's twice the size of a kazayas, and therefore there are those who say that one would have to eat a kabetz mount instead of the second on the first night. Um, the Shulchan Aruch paskins one kazayas maker dinner, the Shulchan Aruch 
Mishabur, I should say, says that certainly if one has the means to have more than a kazais um, and the ability, so then he ought to have a full meal, including more than a, at least a beitza worth of bread. Okay. V'od Amar Eliezer, Mishlo Acha Lele Yom Tov Harishon, Yashlem Lele Yom Tov Achron. Now, what happens if a person failed to have his requisite suit on the first night of Yom Tov? Um, interestingly, Rabbi Eliezer, who in the previous lines of the Mishnah had held one has to have 14 separate meals over fourteen day, over the seven days of Sukkot, um, he actually um, moves away from that position and actually goes like the Chacham ultimately, agreeing that just the first night is the essential one. But notwithstanding that the Mishnah records his original opinion, and now we're discussing the point of what happens if one failed to have that all-important first Suda on the first night of Sukkot. So Rabbi Eliezer understands that the halachas apply similar to the halachas of the Korban Chagiga, and just as when it comes to a Chagiga, the uh, celebratory shlom and peace offering that one brings uh, on all three of the regalim, if one failed to do it or one couldn't do it on the first day of Pesach or Shavuot there's the possibility of a tashlumen, of a replacement. Sometimes that's necessary because, let's say, for example, if the first day of Pesach or Sukkot Shavuot falls out on the Shabbos, one would not be allowed to bring a private Chagiga. So how big is the window? So typically the window is seven days. That means you have all seven days of Pesach to do a tashlumen and a replacement chagiga if you didn't bring on the first day of Pesach. And same goes with Shavuos, even though Shavuos is a one-day holiday, but you get this total of seven days, meaning the Shavuos plus six more days. And similarly, when it comes to Sukkot, you actually have the seven days of Sukkot, and in fact, you have an eighth day, the day of Shemunet Zeres, to do a tashlumen or replacement um, for the missing Korban chagiga. And Rabbi Eliezer is going to say the similar rules apply to the eating of that suda near sukkah, um, if you fail to eat it on the first day, first night of Pesach, excuse me, excuse me, of sukkah, you actually have the whole holiday of sukkah, and even the eighth day, which is on some level a new regal altogether, the holiday of Shemini one could eat his suda in the sukkah and do a tashlumen replacement. And of course, what Rabbi Eliezer here says, he should eat it on the last day of the Yom Tov, referring to the eighth day Shemini He, of course, agrees that it would be equally possible to eat it in an earlier suda during the middle of Sukkot. But the Chum reject it. The Chum say no, it's a Gezer shava, and therefore we're limited to the first night of the 15th of Tishrei, just as we're limited to making Pesach Seder, eating the Mitzvah Matzah, only that first night, the 15th of Nisan. And therefore if you missed your chance, you've simply missed out, the train has left the station, and no way to make it up. And they quote a Pasuk from Kohelis to express that idea. Uh, the There is no way to make up your missed meal inside the sukkah. And on this, the Pasuk from Kohela says, Some things that are crooked, you can't make straight. And some things, once something is missing, there's no way to count it. There's no way to make up the missing piece. This is a missing piece that can't be made up. And therefore, you only have one chance with no possibility of a tashlumen to eat your su'uda on the first night of sukkah in your sukkah, and that is the halacha. That being the case, by the way, halacha lamaisa, um, one has to be very careful even the first night of sukkah, and it gets complicated if, for example, one is potter, let's say it's raining, there are a variety of halachas requiring one to wait out the rain for a while um, to do his very best to have his suit at some point on that first night in sukkah. The halachas are too complicated beyond that um, to say here, but um, if it is an issue, and certainly should ask a rav because one has to do his utmost to eat that suit in the first night of sukkahs in his sukkah.